Literary Scape presents the historical, inspirational book club podcast, The First of Its Kind. This show is for those who love clean romance adventure stories from the 1800s. In this episode, Tiffany, Jessica, and Melissa will be discussing the second book of Mary Keneally's Brothers in Arms series, A Man with a Past. Falcon Hunt traveled west, compelled to start a new life by a surprise telegram that promised him an inheritance and a family in Wyoming. But shortly after arriving, he wakes in a river, completely unaware of who or where he is. As he tries to regain his memory, he meets two men who claim to be his half-brothers and the prettiest woman in the area, Cheyenne Brewster. Only trouble is, a few flashes of memory make Falcon wonder if he's already married. Falcon immediately draws Cheyenne's ire as he so closely resembles her no-good stepfather, who swindled her out of inheriting her mother's property. But despite her resentment, she had to admit these newcomers' presence has some appeal, especially after Falcon steals a kiss. When shootings start happening on the ranch, it's clear someone is gunning for the Hunt brothers. Falcon and Cheyenne set out to find out who is behind the attack. They'll take all their savvy and skill to deal with their enemies and the potentially forbidden love growing between them. Okay, so this book's different. Did you enjoy the many twists and turns that this story had? Yes, it was really good. I didn't want to put the book down because you just kept finding out more and more and these ranch hands and stuff that were involved in everything from the other ranches, the foreman. Yes. Yeah, this one was more of an action-packed mm-hmm. book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Did you struggle with the beginning of the book, though? Not really. I mean, it did kind of cover stuff that was already bit said in the last book, but it also added extra stuff that they didn't put in. I thought it helped clarify yeah. a lot of things but, from the last book that were kind of, oh, okay, that makes more, you know, kind of yeah. gave a different perspective of it. Because it gave Falcon's back history yeah, of when he more. lived in the mountain. And you didn't get that mm-hmm. in the first one. And more with Cheyenne, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas they were just kind of thrown in in the last yeah. book. Mm-hmm. Didn't know them very well. I could agree with that, but I struggled because I felt like <laughs> I've already read this scene. But I know it was from a different perspective perspective but i that's probably just me my personality of like i'm ready to move on jump into the next one so were you surprised when wyatt was shot early on and taken out of action yeah i was like everybody's gonna get shot in this book. yeah seriously <laughs> you know he really ran a lot and did a lot with the ranch and mm-hmm. i'm like wow he didn't have much to do in this book no because he was down yeah pretty much from the beginning yeah at that point, well, who do you think shot Wyatt? Did you have any thoughts on who you thought? I don't think they ever found out. I don't think they did either. I thought it was the Pinkerton agent, or like the one that we didn't know about. Mm-hmm. But at first, but... But he got shot riding Amelia, in the town. Yeah, they were they were at Wynn's dad's house. They went to confront Wynn's dad about... Uh, his foreman had taken off. And then when they said, we're going... We want to confront him. The maid took off. So then they took off after the foreman and the maid. Wyatt followed the maid and he got shot. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I we all at the beginning, I thought it was her. And then I thought 
She's the only one that kind of made sense at the yeah. time. Yeah. So the missing deed and the disputed property line led them to find that someone had been rustling their cattle along with Oliver Hawkins' cattle, which Oliver Hawkins is Wynn's mother, dad. Mm-hmm. So who do you suspect were the perpetrators? I think at that point we thought it was somebody outside of the family like uh-huh. doing it. We didn't have all the connections that we know now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was evidence that it was the, they thought it was that foreman, foreman mm-hmm. on Oliver's uh-huh. ranch. But then they didn't think that was possible because he had an injured leg. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, I mean, she really kept you guessing throughout mm-hmm. the entire book. And I didn't think, I was trying to figure out how Oliver was playing in. Like, was he as bad as what they said? Because if some of his cattle, he doesn't, were there that, you know. I thought the same thing. Like, like he was in on it and he had some of his cattle there to make it look like throw someone off. Mm-hmm. Make it look like he wasn't part of the rest of the At the beginning, she described Oliver so as lazy. Like he was just lazy and yeah. let everybody run everything. He had no idea what was going oh, on yeah. at his ranch. So I think that was why I didn't really put two and two together. Because yeah. I thought... Oh, they're just doing it behind his back in there. Doing, he doing doesn't what they want. know because he, yeah, he doesn't, doesn't ride out and do anything. Yeah, that's so the way it was described, like he was described as the same as Clovis, that they just, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, they people. And, and yeah. him and Clovis were pretty cl- got along, right? Yeah, they were the only two that got. Yeah, he was like mm-hmm. one of the only ones that got along with Clovis when he was in town. And yeah, whatever. Which yeah. makes more sense. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I was like, Later on, that makes sense. Da, yeah. Da, da. I I not know. Me, and it might just be because of all the other books like this that I've read or I've seen where they had the person put their own cattle in to make it look like mm-hmm. they were a victim too, but they weren't. So that's where my brain went. But we were all surprised. Weren't we? Yeah. Did the Pinkerton agent surprise you? Yes. I wasn't expecting a Pinkerton agent at all. I was glad they described a Pinkerton agent because mm-hmm. I didn't know. What that was. No, no, oh. I'd never heard of that before. Part of me is like, I think it would have been fun being a Pinkerton. You would have uh-huh. been a good Pinkerton agent. <laughs> but she did surprise me. I didn't see it coming till like literally right up to where it was revealed, and then I went, "Oh my word, she's a Pinkerton!" Yeah. yeah. We won't say who was the Pinkerton agent. We'll try not to give too many spoilers here in this one. What did you think about what was discovered at Kingston's office? Kingston. Okay, so this is where I don't want to give everything away, but Kingston was a lawyer in the next town over that they were writing to. Uh, Cheyenne and Falcon were writing there to, they were escorting the Pinkerton agent there. To that doctor, right? No. Or no, to get on the train. They, yes. And so, to wire out because they didn't know who they could trust in their town. Yeah. So they wanted to send a wire out from there. And what did they find in his office? And Kingston was a lawyer there. I don't remember what they found. I keep thinking about something, but I didn't want to give it away. Now I'm like, how much are we telling? We won't say too much, but they found a picture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay? yeah. We won't say what was in the picture. And then there was a description written on the back. And yeah. you start going, oh, you know, mm-hmm. they don't remember start them finding to anything together. like that in the second book. They did. and oh. But because the Pinkerton agent had been shot, they were trying to, I mean, she just 
Cheyenne just shoved it in her pocket, and then they were helping the Pinkerton agent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was shot in this one, not the next one. Yeah. Okay. Yes, because remember, it's Cheyenne and Falcon are the ones trying to find the rustlers who's rustling. Yeah. And the Pinkerton agent comes out because they had been, they had snuck into Wyatt's house, Wyatt and Cheyenne's house, because they were trying to find information from them, thinking that they had a connection to what she they were investigating. Mm. So they end up trying to help work together to find the rustling ring. And the person that was leading the rustling is the one that shot the Pinkerton agent. Right. Okay. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I-, I remember, but I keep thinking it was in the third book for some reason. Because there's more shooting in the third book. Yeah. There is. I got more <laughs> about the picture, so that's yeah. why I'm thinking that's in yeah. the third one. This is just like... Yeah. This is like the, an intro to... Because they didn't, haven't got the information back from mm-hmm. Chicago or wherever they sent out the yes. wire to. You're right. That's and it. in the third book, we get that information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the Pinkerton agent thought they were going to die. So they gave... Remember, <gasps> they gave... That's right. She um, gave that thing... And a coded yeah. message that had to okay. get out. Okay. Now I remember. And then in the third book, it comes back yes. with... More. Yes. Yes. They gave the coded <laughs> it's message. It's hard because they're trying not to give away too I much. Know. And I'm like, <laughs> because I, we gave away a lot in the first discussion of the first Yeah. Book, but these are like, if I give this away now. Right. It, it'll ruin the book. It'll ruin the book for everyone. Yeah. So I don't want to do that because there, there are so many moving pieces to yeah. it. Yeah. So I tried not to ask too many questions that would, you know, cause us to do that. <laughs> Did you trust... No, we can't ask that question. That's going to give away who our Pinkerton is. We don't want anybody to know who they are. Okay. That's not the Pinkerton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is the Pinkerton. Mm-hmm. No. No, she's not. No. She is the one that was came away from her oh, family. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that yeah. was fine. I'm sorry. I had the wrong name down. So, okay. So, did you trust Amelia at first, or did you question her motives? So, let's just give a little background. So, Amelia... Used to be Wynn's dad's maid. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then went missing. She went missing. They found her. Did you trust her at first? Not with who she was found no, with. No, not with that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't either. I thought she was going to trick them. Mm-hmm. And then they were, because Wyatt and Cheyenne followed the rustlers and found where they had driven the cattle to. Mm-hmm. Like a hideout. Really? Mm-hmm. And then they saw, was it three other mm-hmm. rustlers were there with him? From different ranches. Mm-hmm. And she came out playing the victim card. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't think she was a victim at first. No. Because it's like, well, you knew who you were marrying. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to tell that. Because she was, she did, she married. Yeah. Basically an outlaw. You're right. But she said she didn't know. She didn't Mary. know. And her reasoning for it was a good reason why she wanted to get away. Yes. But then you were like, but she was scared. She went, went from one bad man to another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was scared. And he said that you have to stay with me so I can protect you or, or you won't be safe. And, and wasn't she pretty young? Yeah. It sounded like. Yeah. Yeah. Were you surprised by the rustling ring that it? Was as big as it was. Like their plans were as elaborate. Elaborate. Pretty, yeah. 
Yeah. Surprised me too. It's like they just wanted to take over for the four biggest ranches. Uh-huh. Right. But I don't think they knew who they were dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. not yeah. Because they were like, well, this one's easy because we can pick them off pretty easily. But then the one ranch owner, he was an Indian, wasn't he? I feel like he was. I, I feel like he was. I don't know. Yes, if he was, full, he, was he full-blooded? I think he was. And he was consistently described as being a fierce warrior. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody went up against him in yeah. one. And they thought they could... Knock him off. Yeah. Crazy. Was Cheyenne's compassion toward Falcon while he tried to recall his memories surprising? Yes. Because she was just so scary. She hated him the most, I thought, at the beginning because he looked exactly like his dad and she disliked him. Disliked him so much. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. she was pretty much admitted she hated the man. The Sidewinder. The Sidewinder. Yeah, it surprised me, too, because in the first book, she's so, like, tough-skinned, scary. Mm-hmm. She doesn't show any compassion to Wyatt. And they, she's out there branding the horses, that branding mm-hmm. cows. The cows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she just seems like this rough and tough lady that nobody can break. Like, mm-hmm. they describe her cooking, that she can't cook, like, she can't do, she can't bandage or stitch. Like, they, she, Molly's got more of that, but... Yeah, so for her to have that compassion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she had like me. no nurturing <laughs> qualities, did yeah. she? No. So, but I guess he really, he didn't need that. He needed He needed yeah. someone to understand. Because remember, as memories came back, he would always get those really bad headaches. Mm-hmm. And if he would try to push himself further, he would get, it would get worse. Right. His head would hurt worse. So, did you appreciate how Falcon quit pursuing Cheyenne until he remembered whether he was married or not? It was very honorable of mm-hmm. him. Yeah, I think it was hard on her because mm-hmm. she had not wanted to like him at first so much, and then she is starting to, and then she found out more, and then without giving too much away. You know? Yeah, yeah, and it's when he hugged her. That his memory of Patsy, his first wife, came, uh, back. came back. Which we, as readers, if you read the first book, you already know that his wife had died. Mm-hmm. Because they, at the very beginning, she explains the, the character and why they chose to come claim the, their part of the ranch. Mm-hmm. And his was, his wife died in childbirth. And then his mom had been dead for a while. Mm-hmm. And then his wife's brothers beat him up because they blamed him for their sister's death. He had nobody mm-hmm. and he had nothing. I mean, he was like penniless. So mm-hmm. that's why he came mm-hmm. out. So we knew that, but he didn't know that. Right. And then I kind of got a little irritated with Cheyenne because he, when he was holding her and he said, oh, Patsy, she gets upset. And then he goes, I can't do anything till I know whether I'm still married or not. She gets mad at him, and I'm like, wait a minute. You're technically engaged to Wynn's dad. Right. And yeah, yet you you're are right. hugging uh-huh. another man. Yeah. I'm like, you're not any more honorable right now <laughs> in your actions. Right. I didn't know how you get, if you guys thought of that or not. I kept forgetting that because I just thought that was just words that she said. Yeah, I remember her saying that, but then I didn't really know. <laughs> I didn't think she was going to go through with it. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. hoping she didn't. Because I'm like, Ooh. she was like, you know what? It's just, if I marry him, I get a ranch again. 
Yeah. And he can do whatever he wants and I'll do whatever I want. I'm like, that's not how it works. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and he's old. Someone <laughs> old. It sounded like, yeah, yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Did you enjoy Falcon and Cheyenne's romance adventure? I thought it was sweet. Yeah. 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 I mean, they, those two are the most adventurous, I think, out of yeah. all the characters because they're always out in the wild mm-hmm. you know they 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 can track they can hunt i mean they can survive out there yeah yeah and, and they so, take care of themselves and each other so. yeah 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 so i did enjoy but i like the action stuff of course cheyenne is so independent she'll never play the damsel in distress mm-hmm. you know which is okay even though that's my favorite type <laughs> All right. Uh, what qualities did you like most in Falcon and Cheyenne? We'll start with Falcon. What qualities did you like the most in him? I like he, that he was a man of few words. Mm-hmm. When he spoke, everybody listened. Mm-hmm. So I liked that. I liked his calm. He never got overly excited ever. No. He, was just, he was almost just like that steady, I don't know, that you could just depend on. He's just going to calm and we'll... Think logically and we'll get through it. And he, he didn't, like, take anything, any orders from anybody. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he just was like, they wanted him to do this. Nope, I'm going to do this. You know, he was just the... He was his own own man. Yeah. Yeah. What about Cheyenne? What qualities did you like in her? <laughs> that was kind of harder. Yeah, she's a harder one because she is so strong-willed and mm-hmm. doesn't take anything from anybody and kind of hot-headed, I felt like. Yeah. But then it's nice to see Falcon bring out a different side of her. Yeah, I agree. So I feel like that was my favorite part about it. Mm-hmm. Her personality that she found somebody that matched her and mm-hmm. it brought out she didn't her seem best as, side. Yeah. yeah, she didn't seem as scary. Her more yeah, feminine. she seemed I t- like not team, but yeah, like somebody finally understood her. Like she yeah. had the yin yang kind of thing going on. Yeah, Falcon. the more feminine side of her. Yeah, she, he did bring out. I mean, she was compassionate while he was dealing with his headaches, and mm-hmm. yeah, he did bring out the better side of her. Yeah, I think she came across more like um, very tomboyish. She is very tomboyish. Which there's nothing wrong. I like that she can be independent mm-hmm. and, and things like that. But he brought out, like, made her look more like Mama Bear. Because mm-hmm. she was really protecting her own. Mm-hmm. Like that. So, yeah. But he made her soft. Yeah. Which I liked. <laughs> yeah. Because she finally, like you said, she finally found someone that really matched her skills. Honestly, mm-hmm. throughout, it- throughout the book, she said, he's actually better than I am. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So it was like, but he still let her use her skills too. So that was a good, it, right? You know, yeah. Just, just so some men would come in and be like, "No, I'm the man." Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But he was okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. But he was also someone that, as a woman, she could fall back on. Right. And yeah. wasn't his first wife kind of like that too? It sounded like yeah, it, more, the way it was. Yeah. She, was she could kind of. Yeah, because he I said, "Oh boy, she could." Catch and skin a possum. Yeah, make a possum soup or soup. Something but, that made him fall in yeah. love with her. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. 
That was, funny. was pretty funny. I do like Falcon. He brings comedy to it without realizing it. Yes. Right? And I think in the third book, he really comes to his own in that yeah. capacity. Well, we'll talk about that later. But all right. How would you rate this book using our lassos? I'm going to say three lassos because it just brought out so much more that was going on. So more care, more characters, more of the behind the scenes of what was going on. And it just kind of left like wanting more like, okay, how's this mm-hmm. person involved? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. I didn't expect that. So it was really, I really liked the book. Okay. I would stay with two lassos for this one as well. Just because I like the adventure. I like the story, but I need more romance, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you think about there's it. There's a lot of shooting and a lot of, like, yeah. I know this is, to me, more of, like, a action movie book. Or not action. Yeah. It's not, like not a, it's romance, it's more inspirational yeah, it's, action. Yeah, it's more action yeah. Than, yeah. than romance. I guess it's a subtle romance thrown in there with the, all the action, yeah. you know. So, yeah, that's why I gave it two lassos, because... You really like the romance I like piece. The, I like, yeah, I do. And those two I characters. I like the happy story. Yeah. Not shooting. <laughs> <laughs> True. There was a lot of there shooting There was a lot of shooting, one. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to laugh because it'll be like time to go to bed because I had, you know. I don't know. Do you ever lay in bed and you read and then you realize, oh my word, I, I need to get to bed because right. I actually have to get up and work tonight. Yeah. And, uh, and Derek's like, hey, I bar ready to go to bed turn out the lights oh, i'm at a really good part right now he goes every day you're at a really good part <laughs> but i i enjoy the action piece of it but i would agree but see falcon and cheyenne really aren't characters that would be real romance i get that that's why yeah i get you know too <laughs> so i started out going one because mm-hmm. i did not like the beginning of the book i did not like the repeat and I think it's because I'm one that likes to just let's keep moving forward. Right. <laughs> okay. I can't but stand. And like I said, it did give you more information about did. Falcon that it we did. didn't know. So. And then as it went on, I was like moving to a two and I landed at three because mm-hmm. I, I really liked the twists and the turns. Yeah. And once I'm glad I talked to you because I had a terrible time getting into it. Right. And then once I got going the, and I, I got the, stuck on it and I finished it pretty quick after that but all the extra characters that were brought in and all the extra plots and there's a lot it was, yeah it was like one thing after another and yeah it, just, it was really really good so anyone who chooses to read this series I'd say if you're a real action or you really love mm-hmm. the mystery piece of it you get halfway through the second book and you're hooked like so stick it with starts it. to come together yeah. Stick with in the beginning of the second book because it's mm-hmm. worth it. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm one that's like, Derek and I were actually just talking about this this morning. Cartoon. Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. I I didn't enjoy them, even as a kid. Because it seemed like the character got stuck in one predicament. And for half an hour, they were stuck in the same stinking per- predicament until the end of the story. <laughs> and I kept thinking... You like idiot. the Roadrunner? If you would just do, if you would just do this, Melissa's like, "This is how you get the Roadrunner." I'm like, "This is how we get things done, people." Okay, I that's like why to- you don't write cartoons. <laughs> I mean, I remember one with Goofy, where he was trying to in one of us like a changing booth and on the beach, and he had a surfboard with him, 
And every time he tried to get out, the surfboard was caught on his swimsuit somehow. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my word, I, I can't take this. It's a half hour of the same thing. So that's where, like, when this book started out, I know people think I'm nuts. I, I didn't know cartoons cost I me didn't so much. I didn't know you had trouble. Okay. And I love, I love Friends, but there are some episodes they did where they never left the apartment. Every scene was in the apartment. And I'm like, I love this show. But you gotta get out of here. You gotta go somewhere else. I can't be trapped. So I like I gotta be moving forward. <laughs> I'm kinda like that. You know when you watch like action shows like or something mm-hmm. and the people know what's gonna happen and they have enough time to do something. And I'm yelling like, why did you just stand there and stare at that? You know what's gonna fall <laughs> yeah. on you? What's gonna I know. <laughs> Go down the stairs. My downstairs. Yeah. Okay. So anything else you'd like to share about the story? I just really liked it. I just, it was, I really liked the book. It was good. We hope you enjoyed our discussion of A Man with a Past by Mary Keneally. Join us next week as we discuss the third and final book in the series, Love on the Range. Please consider supporting the show by becoming a patron. You can find a link to our Patreon page at literaryscape.com. If you would like to purchase the book and support our show, use our affiliate link in the blog post for this podcast on literaryscape.com. Until next time, happy and blessed reading.